Hello and welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming live from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Portfolio, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. This is Parvata Vardhani, editor of BL Portfolio. As you all may be aware, BL Portfolio has a 10-page print edition on Sundays and in this week's podcast, I thought we could give you a sneak peek into what is coming this Sunday. To discuss the key stories for the week and the takeaways for investors, I have with me Hari Vishwanath, Deputy Head of BL Portfolio. Of course, uh, we do have an online edition and all the stories which come up in print on Sundays, all these stories are also up online on Sunday. And if you want to read it online, you could do it at leisure whenever you have time on Sunday. Isn't it, Hari? Yeah, definitely. So, Vardhani, I went through the list and uh, the selection of topics are quite eclectic and uh, quite interesting for this week. And uh, could you start with, for the benefit of our listeners, could you start with the cover story? to give them some insights what they can expect this week. That's right, uh, Hari. So the cover story, which is called the big story in portfolio, comes on page two in print and uh, and it's the most uh, expected. So when it comes, people uh, really enjoy reading it, uh, I hear. And when it doesn't come, people start questioning us. So that is the popularity of the cover story. And so as uh, we all know, there are, I think, two or three themes which are dominating uh, business newspapers and uh, business news uh, these days. One is, of course, the markets, which we will be uh, discussing uh, later in this conversation. The other is the monsoons, yeah. because the monsoons tend to have an impact on uh, corporates uh, who are dependent uh, you know, in certain sectors, as well as the broader economy. So the cover story is a very timely one on the monsoon. So every day we hear the news of monsoons being either deficient or somewhat catching up. There is some talk of uh, El Nino and uh, I think the WMD has recently confirmed the progression yes. of El Nino. This week so, they did that. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So now everybody is here wondering what will happen to India Inc. Uh, companies which are uh, dependent on the monsoon. For example, there are fertilizer uh, companies, there are companies uh, in the agrochemical business, companies in farm equipment business and all that. So we start with the broader monsoon patterns and we see in earlier years when there was kind of a deficiency in monsoon what had happened to you know the operating profits or ultimately the numbers of these companies in these sectors and we draw a conclusion as to what might or might not happen this year so that's the cover story and i think uh, it will make for an interesting read yeah yeah i think very topical given the fact that we are a monsoon dependent nation and good monsoon years are good for farmers and, uh, of course, I think for consumers also, because ultimately, you know, uh, any deficiency might lead to food price inflation, which then, uh, you know, leads to inflation in the hands of the consumer as well. Yeah. So, Vardhanis, could you also run us through the other important pages, stocks, personal finance? The other sections which are most popular are uh, stock write-ups where, uh, you know, we probably stick our neck out uh, as analysts and give calls on stocks. And uh, here this week you have the all important and again something which is in the news like kind of monsoons and markets. The other thing which has been dominating uh, business news is this HDFC and HDFC bank, uh, the marriage of HDFC and HDFC bank. So uh, in the stocks page, we have this all important call. So there is no more HDFC. I think the record date is July 13. So HDFC will cease to exist. So we have this all important stock call on HDFC bank uh, for investors, which uh, I think is worth waiting for uh, or worth waking up for uh, for this uh, this Sunday morning. Right, right. Definitely. 
I mean, because obviously it's India's bellwether stock. Yeah, among the bellwether stocks, yeah, right, right. One of right, the greatest right. uh, compounders, I mean, compounders, probably, yeah. And uh, well, it's the same. It's also going to be a lot different given the merger of these two. Companies. Right, right, right. Yeah. Quite interesting. So, what about personal finance? Yes, personal finance. Of course, it is July, and uh, uh, as of now, the government has not announced that they are going to postpone the tax return filing date. So, which means July thirty-one is your deadline. So, mm-hmm. we are all racing uh, against our deadline amidst all our daily work. Uh, we we are we are now supposed to uh, collect all the information and go to your auditor or use your online uh, tax filer and file your return. So, obviously, we have two stories in personal finance on the taxation side. So, I think readers will benefit from uh, these two stories as well. Yeah, it's very timely. definitely also hari you've been asking the questions so far so i think it's time for me to ask you the yeah. questions and you to answer we are keeping the best uh, for the last probably so you have uh, got this all important interview of mohammad el aryan so the former ceo and co cio of pimco yeah. in this week's edition isn't it so yes, yes. what is he talking on uh, i'm personally a fan of mohammad el aryan i followed his work for more than a decade and he every time you come back listening to him you come back with uh, you feel you're a little bit more intelligent not that your brains have got better but you've got some new information and insights that he gives you actually so i first interviewed him a couple of years back in may 21 and it was a very very insightful interview and we also got a lot of very positive feedback from our readers when we published it uh, one of the most interesting things was he was one of the very few voices globally who were actually warning that inflation will not be transitory it was time for central bankers to get cautious that inflation may actually get more entrenched and when was this interview hari this was may 2021 okay that's much much uh, prior to the much much prior to What everyone acknowledging correct, it correct. jerome powell finally acknowledged it only in december 2021 right. and in that interview he gave me a lot of insight why he believed uh, inflation is going to be persistent very few voices were actually indicating it of course and in this interview i asked him how come he got it so right of course there are uh, he's ex- given his perspective on why he was able to get that insight and the other thing is that mohammed elerian comes with experience that very few have he's been a top economist and he's been a top fund manager he was a deputy director at the imf prior to becoming a fund manager so he was a top economist then he became a fund manager and uh, there he rose right up to the top of uh, pimco which at that time was one of the largest asset management firms globally and the number one asset management firm when it came to bonds alone uh, and he's managed over 2 trillion dollars of assets so he comes with that uh, dual experience of economist plus a fund manager so i guess he's seen both sides mm. and he's been able to pick few data points and interpreted better than probably okay. economists in the fed okay. or other central banks so his call has been so right so it was i thought it was probably the time to get his perspective now now that inflation has been persisting for quite a while it's been on the decline globally but yes. it's decelerating okay. but it's still high uncomfortably high okay. and he's given us uh, perspectives on uh, the global economy and he's also given his perspective on whether the us can tip into a recession mm. it is what not is he saying on the markets actually yes on the market so uh, last time when we interviewed him he was saying that it's a liquidity wave and investors need to be careful they can play the liquidity wave but the wave can break so the liquidity wave has broken markets corrected middle last year but they have been a lot more resilient also 
uh, Indian markets have reached all-time highs. Global markets have, uh, like US markets have not reached all-time highs. Hmm. They're still trading well below. Hmm. But they've also been very resilient. Okay. They've recovered from the bottom. Okay. And uh, so he gives his perspectives on the fact that animal spirits are quite strong. Okay. He attributes the resilience of markets to animal spirits okay. and some of the new themes like artificial intelligence. I understand. So it's quite some interesting uh, okay, we insights. We look forward to interesting insights. Definitely. That's what you're saying. Definitely. It's wonderful. So let's wait and watch. Yeah. So Hari, now that uh, you've uh, mentioned uh, about Indian markets touching all-time highs vis-a-vis -vis global, not so much there. So before winding up, let's uh, get your perspective uh, on the market. So where do Indian markets stand today in your view? Uh, see, as expensive as they've been, for example, Nifty is now trailing at a trailing P of 23 times. Take off that COVID uh, impacted earnings uh, of calendar year 2020. When the markets did well, all the earnings were declining because investors were looking to the future and markets were factoring the recovery in economy. You take off that period, we are at the upper end of the range. Where if you exclude that period alone. So during that COVID period, the second half of calendar year 2020, markets were rebounding quite strongly and the trailing uh, price to earnings ratio of the market went about 35 times. You exclude that period, all right? We are at the upper end of the range, 24, 25 times. So the range is what, the 10-year, 15-year average that you're talking about? Yes, yes. It's, it's probably closer to 20 times is the average, you could say. Around 20 times is the trailing uh, P average. We've now moved up to 23 times, all right? Okay. So it is expensive. Mm. But then, of course, including Ellerian, as you've read in the interview, and I urge readers to check it out in detail. Ellerian is saying that India is in a better spot. Mm. Uh, he believes decoupling is one of the themes that is going to play out going right. forward. Wow. He's a believer in the theme of decoupling now. Mm. Decoupling was a hot topic in 2007 when global investors said that India would decouple. Mm. And we could do well even if there was a slowdown in the US economy. This was around 2007. But then that turned out to be a myth at that point in time. But now many believe it is possible. Okay. Ellerian is also one amongst Even those. then, I think it's better to be prudent. Yes, even then, you, you have to be prudent heights. because, see, yes, uh, given that we all believe in asset allocation, you need to have exposure across asset classes, mm. so in equities also. Mm. But this is a time where you don't overload on equities. Right. You never overload on equities when it is expensive because this point is simple. At 23 times trailing uh, price to earnings ratio, you're factoring in a lot of the optimism. Right. You're factoring in a lot of that optimism. Right. So you're basically factoring in among the best case scenarios. Right. If it plays out, yes, you're well off. But there is a decent probability that there will be a lot of speed bumps along the way. And it's also a good time to uh, lock into debt, especially in India, yes. because interest rates are at a peak and are expected to start coming down. Yes. My perspective is that while uh, there is a lot of optimism, sentiment is quite strong, this is a time where investors need to be very, very judicious about asset allocation. You need to be very judicious because the more diversified you are across asset classes, debt, equities, gold, real estate, you have more uncorrelated assets. And uh, in the long term, you will get very good returns. But during the short term, when one doesn't perform well, the other will hold up your no, portfolio. No, at least debt at this point in time, I think, is promising. So Definitely, yes. Investors, as per the risk appetite, you know, should bring down a little bit of their equity allocations or book profits or, yes. you know, if they have a ratio allocation and it's overshot, they should yes. book profits and then reallocate to uh, debt probably. Debt. Maybe that is a definitive uh, takeaway. So, yep. thank you, uh, Hari. Uh, that's it from us this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. 
Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com/portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you.